0: Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast from Faith and Family Fellowship. Today we have a unique podcast. Today we have two guests, Dennis and Caleb, and they have their own podcast show called The DC Experiment. The purpose of their show was to encourage men through topics like marriage and fatherhood, being a better husband, leading your family, the joys and hardships of being a man. And it's just a really cool podcast and what they're doing. They say themselves that they are just two regular guys being honest and transparent of what they have to share with people. And so it's really cool for you guys to be on the podcast today. Thanks for being here. And how are you guys?
2: We're doing great. We're doing great. How are you? We're doing really
3: good, Dallas. Thanks for having us on the podcast.
1: It's a pleasure to have you.
3: Yeah, we
2: appreciate that. Uh, thank you. We're we're excited to do the cast. It's something that we feel really strongly about. Just wanted to be an encouragement to fathers and and husbands, um, you know, as Christ followers. That's that's you know, we wanted to encourage one another, and felt that we could bring other people along with us.
1: And how long have you guys been running this podcast? And what was kind of the inspiration behind starting this?
2: Uh, we've
3: been doing the podcast for about two months now. Yeah, we started back in February, and. uh the how it kind of started is uh dennis and i used to meet for breakfast and we would talk to each other and we'd talk about real life situations and real life issues that uh, christian husbands and fathers go through
2: Well, and stuff that we're going through especially
3: yeah stuff that we're going through and we would uh, pray with each other encourage each other and and just kind of support each other and then uh one morning we like we thought, man, this would be cool to share this with other dads and other husbands to encourage them. And kind of jokingly, we said, we should start a podcast so we can love on others too. And uh, Dennis was like, okay, let's do it. And then it was like two weeks later, we recorded our first episode and uh, we've
2: been going ever since.
1: And how did your wives feel when you began starting this podcast?
2: (laughs) Well, uh, I know for my wife, especially, she was a little bit hesitant in that she wasn't super into like, you know, airing out the family laundry, uh, you know, in front of hundreds of other people, potentially hundreds or maybe even thousands someday of people. And so, you know, I've, it is something that we both, are, we, we try to be sensitive about, but also at the same time, they know we're doing this for one another. I mean, Caleb and I, we started this to, to encourage each other, but if we're going to be an encouragement to other men out there, uh, we, we have to be more vulnerable. We have to be open and honest with each other. We have to be open and honest with our, with our, our potential listeners. And uh, because that's what we want from them, too. I mean, we want them to be open and honest with themselves, um, with their friends, with their wives, so that um, we can start more of a dialogue about what's going on in the world.
3: Yeah. And we also also wanted to share about what is the realism of it, because, uh, you know, a lot of Christians, we are afraid of exposing who we really are for fear of judgment or fear of being ridiculed. And the truth of it is, we are all sinners saved by grace. We are all messed up in our own ways. And so we just wanted to be as real as we could and put it out there that, hey, we are not perfect, but this is why we need Jesus. And let's encourage each other to uh, follow after Christ more.
1: And it really is encouraging. And you can tell. And I told you guys before we started the podcast that I subscribe to your guys' channel, not because I had to, but because I wanted to.
3: Thank you. Well, thank you, Dallas. I appreciate that. And it's uh, really encouraging to hear you say that, too.
0: You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors.
1: Christelle Owen at Christian Counseling on Skype helps her clients find their own solutions to their problems through active listening. Through her unique techniques, she enables the client to take responsibility for their own life and make their own decisions. She specializes in trauma and abuse counseling, but has a wide range of experience. Find out more information today at ChristianCounselingOnSkype.com. That is ChristianCounselingOnSkype.com.
2: When you know how to attract the right prospects, connect with those prospects to become great clients, create your world-class program, and serve your clients at that scale, you will have all the tools necessary to
3: rapidly grow your coaching business to be the coaching business you dream of and deserve. All our material are designed to help you with those four elements using cutting-edge strategies, tools, and scientifically-backed, heart-driven approach to reach success and significance. Here at Success and Significance Coach,
1: we work hard so you don't have to. Contact us at juancarlos.live. And like I said, I would just like you guys to share your story with us, with our listeners. Tell us your testimony a little bit about yourselves and your families and your wives and those things. And let's start with Dennis first because the D is before the C. So let me ask, actually, before you start, who, how did you guys put the D first, the D-C? Did you guys pick straws? Did you guys?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Caleb did that on purpose. Um, I think it was his decision. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no uh
3: it was part of uh just something uh actually when you're with your friends and you do something i tried to put my friends first actually that was one of the reasons why i did it i'm like hey
2: dennis is my buddy and i'm gonna put him first
1: yeah. wow how sweet dennis go for it
2: so i uh i grew up in church i you know that doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot these days but uh you know came to know the lord at a young age you know and then you know did the teenage thing and then Early 20s thing, we're kind of a little bit, you know, still involved, still doing things, just, you know, wasn't really sure about why I believed what I believed. And that was important to me once I got into my mid-20s, that I had to to check myself and understand, hey, not only what what it is that I truly believe and what hills that I'm going to die on, but also why. And uh, it made me start to question some things uh, that I had believed. And it just maybe drove me deeper into the scriptures and deeper into my relationship with the Lord. Wow! And um, yeah, it's just, it's been a really cool journey uh, for me. I get to kind of quote unquote pastor my little my little martial arts school flock. And I've got a, you know about 250 students and a half well a dozen or almost 20 or so of my students who are instructing now, and so I kind of have uh the levels where i get to pour into some people and they get to pour into some people and i just get to see the, the lord move uh in in this small group that i call it's my little church <laughs> that i that i get to lead it's a very non-traditional church but that's that's kind of where i'm at right now is as far as uh you know where i see my life and and, and relationship with the lord is is a very non-traditional path but uh i get i get a chance to connect with other people who really wouldn't set foot in a traditional church setting either they, they come in and do martial arts they come and learn self-defense and i get a chance to influence them and um speak to them about real issues and stuff that's going on and speak into their life and and, and speak life and make sure that uh you know they're straight with the lord too and your wife and your children. Yeah, my wife, she and I, we've been married for 22 years. We, we, we actually dated for six years before we got married. Um, our senior year in high school is when we started dating and then all through college and we got married in 98 and, um, we had our, our first child, my son Caden in 2002. So he's 18 this year and in a couple of months, he'll be 18. And our daughter, uh, Tegan, she is, uh, she just turned 14 at the end of March. So that's, you know, two teenagers in the house, one about ready to head out onto his own, although he might be around for a little bit longer because he's trying to still figure out what he wants to do with his life. He, he thinks he might want to be a pilot. But anyway, that, uh, yeah, my wife and I we living here in Billings, been in Billings since 2000. Um, I grew up in central California, just outside of, the, of Yosemite Park up in the mountains. That's where my wow. wife and I both kind of grew up. And uh, we moved to Billings in 2000, just had some opportunities to come up here. I had always wanted to come to Montana and uh, we just had the doors open, got open doors for us to to come up and we did. And, and uh, yeah, we started our martial arts school in 2002 and uh, it's, it's been kind of her and I for a while. And then um, now I've got some other folks who are stepping in to take some leadership in the school as well. And so it's, it's kind of a family business and um, I get a really cool extended family out of it too.
1: And a side note question. You said that you guys started dating when you were seniors. Does that count as high school sweethearts, or what are the rules on that? I,
2: I don't know. I would say that it does. I mean, our our entire senior year—like two months before our senior year started—I um, think we went out and hung out together and realized we kind of liked each other, and we started started seeing one another. And uh, yeah, so the entire senior year. So I would absolutely call that high school sweetheart. That's really
1: cool. And Dennis, thanks for sharing. Caleb, go ahead.
2: Yes, uh, I.
3: Grew up uh, in Wyoming and uh, really close to the mountains. And so I was uh, raised kind of an outdoors kid, uh, backpacking, fly fishing, hunting, um, and just being outdoors a lot with my dad and my mom. And we grew up in church too. And uh, I remember when I was nine years old, I went to a Bible camp and there was a missionary from uh, Peru, actually, uh, who did the sermons. And uh, I remember him speaking. The question was, have you ever felt like you're playing tug of war with uh, Satan and God? And you're kind of going back and forth between the two. And I had a moment of realization that uh, God had no part of me and that I was just being pulled one direction. And that was towards uh, the dark side, if you will. And um, I realized that that's when I was a sinner and I needed Christ in my life. And I remember... um, asking Jesus to forgive me and to save me and come into my life. And I surrendered my, myself over to him. And I knew that I belonged to him ever since. And I knew that he had something for me. And so that kind of began my spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, as a teenager, I helped out in youth groups. And then when I um, went to college, I helped to do a lot of uh, college ministry and I went to uh, Yellowstone Christian College here in Montana uh, when I was 20. And that's where I met my current wife and my only wife. <laughs> and uh, we've, we've been married almost uh, 18 years in June. It'll be 18 years. And we have four boys um, who is uh, Jonathan, who is my firstborn? and he's 11. And I have Owen, who is nine, and then I have Harrison, who is six, and then I have a newborn who is Logan, and he is a month. So we are super busy and uh, taking care of it, but the Lord has been with me, and uh, I share in the podcast uh, my journey, you know, my relationship with Christ going back and forth from not so good of a relationship to an incredible relationship where I've surrendered to his will and to his purpose in my life and, and stopped fighting it. And I share my testimony uh, in the podcast on, about my firstborn son who was born uh, paralyzed and uh, without speech. And I talked about my struggle with uh, questioning the Lord on that and asking them why and, and not really receiving an answer that I thought was satisfactory. And then just surrendering to that because I want to, God's blessing in my life. And I want God's favor uh, over my family. And uh, and God's been using these things that people would say are are tough or negative cir- circumstances to bring glory to him and to bring incredible blessing, not only to me and to other people. Uh, Jonathan and my family is the greatest joy I've had. And, and that's when I talked to Dennis about it. I said, I realized that being a father and being a husband is one of the highest callings. A person can have on their life and i wanted to share that and uh, you know in the bible it talks about how make sure that you have before you go out and start ministering make sure that your family is squared away first that you're loving your wife you're serving your children you're leading them the way christ would have you do it and then once you've ministered like you should then you start ministering outward but i i've shared in the podcast too that i think that's fluctuating you know when your family's solid and good and you're doing what you're supposed to do as a husband and as a father then you can branch out but if things get rocky in the family pull back minister to your family because god has given you your wife and he's given you your children for a reason and a purpose and that's to serve them and lead them uh the way christ would have you lead them
1: wow so encouraging so i don't know a lot of the things i'm here to learn today i'm just a sponge but from what I know is that, as husband recalled, to love our wives like Christ loves the church.
3: Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And so the question I want to ask you guys with your experience and your wisdom in marriage is what does a good husband look like?
2: Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, th- you know, the, the best husband you can be, <laughs> you, we, we, we say in the podcast, we, we keep using these two phrases just kept coming up over and over and over again. It kind of turned into our little catchphrase, and show up and do your best. Uh, you know, and, and everybody's best is going to be different. So I can't say what my best is versus your best is and compare the two, but I know what my best is. I know that when I come home from work and uh, that if I'm, you know, checking out and I'm not immersing myself with my family, if I'm not trying to find out about my wife's day or my kid's day, if I'm not trying to engage with them and, and, and find out about them and minister to them and serve them ultimately, then I'm not giving my best. Uh, and, and, you know, that may look different for somebody else versus me. I'm not, you know, going to tell a person how they need to live, but I think ultimately we're called to service. Husband's your wife is Christ of the church and gave himself up for her, right? That that that's what we're called to do as men is is give up some of the things that we want to do uh, so that we can serve our families and love our families and, and allow them to do what God's called them to do as well. Then um, ultimately that's what it is, Caleb
3: yeah um i share the kind of a story um when we were taking care of jonathan my wife and i um every night and i i share this in the podcast uh we have uh kind of a nightly ritual because he is uh, disabled that we do this bowel regiment with him and every night my wife was faithful to do it and then she'd also clean up every night too afterwards uh the toilet if i'll just be blunt with it and uh we, she did that for years and um, one day, as I was walking past uh, the bathroom, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, stopped me in my tracks, and he, the image of Jesus kneeling down and cleaning the feet of his disciples, he and the scriptures that go along with that, where he says, "Hey, um, none of you are better than the master, and if the master is down here washing the feet of the disciples, I want you to go and do likewise. Won't you go and do the same?" And I and I said, "Yes, Lord." all right, you're in charge. Uh, I am not any better than you. I will uh, wash the feet of my family, so to speak, by uh, helping my wife and cleaning off the bathroom every night. And I just took over cleaning that up every night. And because it's an honor and a privilege to serve those that God has given to you to be in charge of. And that's what it meant uh, for me was basically to take a knee to step down and lead, to step down and serve your family like Christ serves the church.
1: It's so cool because I'm learning the expectations are different, right? So with me, I'm trying to be the best husband that I can. I'm doing awesome in these areas, right? I'm home because of the coronavirus. And so I'm doing these things, trying to encourage my wife, trying to be the best husband I can. And she says, Dallas, you need to step up in these other areas. And I'm like, man, I found out that being a better husband to me and being a better husband to her looks differently.
2: Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I think communication in a relationship is so important because, You know, Caleb and I both struggle with that, too, that it's, you know, my expectations versus my wife's expectations are often different. And so, you know, if I go through life just expecting her to do this and to be this, I'm going to get disappointed a lot. And same thing with her and her expectations of me. I'm going to disappoint the heck out of her if we don't talk to each other about what those expectations are. And that's why, you know, we just we have to be diligent about sitting down and having we, we call it couch time something we learned in a it was actually a parenting class that we took a long time ago before my kid was before my oldest son was uh, hey he was like six months old maybe and we're just trying to learn how to be good parents and and one of the first things that they said in this class was you and your wife need to be solid um, before you start doing this whole adding a kid thing Uh, and and part of that being solid is spending time with each other like uninterrupted face to face you know 10 15 minutes and make it a part of your day make it a part of your of your pact with one another that you're going to you're going to even when the kids get older the kids have to be aside for a little bit and go hey look mom and dad that you guys this is the most important relationship in the house the husband wife relationship is the number one relationship in the household and children are a welcome addition to the household and if they understand that they'll be secure if the kids realize that they come first before mom and dad then they're going to start to take advantage of those things but when the kids understand hey look mom and dad are solid mom and dad are spending time together they're communicating they're you know they need this time together kids actually end up to be more secure and more well adjusted i guess to discipline and all the things that we need to do as parents but anyway that couch time helps to facilitate that uh, that connection you know, the communication. So, you know, you're sitting down and my wife and I, we do a little foot rub at night, you know, we'll spend a few minutes and we'll rub each other's feet, you know, at the same time, kind of legs crossed across cross one another. And and we'll face to face, just talk and rub feet and how was your day and things like that. And we'll trade sides and all that. But that was something that became really important to us to do hmm. as often as we possibly can. We try to do it every night, but so, you know, sometimes life happens, but um, it's really helped us as far as our communication. So I would say to you, Dallas, if you know, with your new wife, Try to find those areas, whatever it is that you guys like to do together, that you, you make it a habit of, of every day spending that face-to-face time and communicating what those expectations are. Um, you, you can't beat that with that time. It's, it's incredible.
3: Yeah, Dallas, and uh, to kind of add to that, um, I also share this in the podcast about how, for me, the first two years of our marriage was rough. <laughs> it was hard. And we were both Christians. We went into it uh, committing our relationship uh, to each other and to the Lord. But man, the first two years, we fought like all the time. And then it actually, towards the end of those two years, we like said, hey, either we are going to treat each other the way Christ calls us to treat each other, which is to love your neighbor as yourself. And uh, the Bible also talks about loving your wife as like you love your own body. You're going to take care of your own body uh, for a future. It's an investment. And so you're going to take care of yourself. You're going to eat good. You're going to work out. You're going to do stuff because it makes you feel better, makes you healthier. And the the same thing to your wife. You're going to treat your wife like your own body. You're going to invest time into her. You're going to feed her positive things. You're going to encourage her and speak words of life into that marriage and relationship because that yields down the road a more solid and secure relationship. But I also want to add marriage is hard. Dude, marriage is one of the hardest things I have ever done, and it's okay to fight, it's okay to have disagreements, but, uh, you know, I try to apply that scripture, never go to bed angry, that's probably like the best thing, because you're going to fight, you're going to have disagreements, and that's just with any other human being, not just your wife either, when you have a intimate relationship with anybody, you're going to fight, you're going to disagree, But uh, the Lord um, will encourage you to love one another, to take care of each other, and uh, don't go to bed angry. That's the best thing. But you're going to fight, and that's okay. Don't – because I used to get – I used to overreact too, Dallas. I, I, I used to be like, man, why are we fighting? Is our relationship doomed or are we in a bad relationship? And even though we've been fighting for a day, I'm like, "Is this our marriage? Is, is, this, is our whole marriage going to go like this?" <laughs> you know. And then I just have to kind of keep perspective, perspective that hey, th- we got a long ways to go. This is not um um uh, this is a marathon. You know what I mean? This is a marathon. We got a long ways to go, and this is okay to have disagreements. It's okay to have issues. Um, but we're gonna work through it together because we're a team. And uh, I actually uh, believe in speaking words of life. And so, for example. I say this to Kimberly. Uh, I say, I'm glad that we're on the same team. I'm glad that you're part of my team. And it builds that the relationship of, okay, we're in this together. You know, We're not enemies. We're not opposed. We're in this together to uh, serve the Lord and to do what's right.
1: I'm learning so much today. As a new husband, I just got married a month ago, like you guys have seen from stalking me. <laughs> but yeah, it's we very look you up
3: on Instagram. Yeah,
1: you guys are sharing things that I want to learn. You guys are sharing things that people want to hear and interesting topics. And in. maybe you think you don't know what you're doing, but I believe that you do, and and I'm learning a lot from it. So thank you.
3: Hey, thanks, Dallas. <laughs> like, like, it, it is. Uh, it's fun to share this too. And so I try to encourage uh, Dennis, and I try to encourage other dads out there man, just hang in there. It's totally worth it, too, because, uh, you know, the investment, everything is an investment. You invest in your relationship with Christ. You're going to be healthy spiritually. You invest in your relationship with your wife. You're going to have a healthier marriage. You invest in your relationship with your children. You're going to have a healthy relationship with them. Everything is an investment, and, uh, you know, and, and including taking care of yourself. The last episode we did was actually called Take Care of Yourself so that you can take care of others. And so uh, you know I feel passionately about encouraging each other loving each other taking care of yourself and it's all about relationships it's all about taking care of each other serving each other loving each other uh just like Christ does you know and we're we're to be that example and uh that's why I challenge all men to step up too because God has a special calling on men to step up and lead your home lead your family and it and it means taking on a lot of responsibility and it's not easy it's very hard and most of the time we just want to sit down and we want to play some video games or we <laughs> want what we want and so i call uh we throw adult fits because we're all basically children who are just kind of winging it in this life and and we talk about that too that nobody knows what the heck they're doing nobody knows what they're doing we're all just winging it and if if we can draw close to the lord and ask him for strength ask him for guidance That's all we can do, and none of us are perfect. We're all going to make mistakes, and that's just life, and that's okay as long as we keep on trying to show up and do our best. That's why we call it that.
1: And My next question is, the world says what it looks like to be a man, and God says what it looks like to be a man. For example, the world says that men are not supposed to cry. The the world says that men are supposed to be the providers. Men are never supposed to be scared. They're supposed to be all of these different things. So, what is the difference between what God says about man and what what the world says about man?
2: Well, I mean, the Bible says Jesus wept. You know, so I think that says it's okay for men to do that. Um, You know, I I just the other day, I think it's last time (laughs) we we do all the time. It is it is a normal and natural emotion that that people have uh that sadness or sorrow and and yeah there is a major disconnect between the the machismo that gets pushed on to men these days and and actual manhood godly manhood is is vulnerable right we in order to love our wives, in order to sacrifice, we have to be vulnerable. We have to open ourselves up. In order to be real with one another, Caleb and I, we we have to be vulnerable with one another. And Mm -hmm. and vulnerability is hard for some guys to open up because we think we we gotta have everything together. You know, we got to have our, our poop in a group and, and make sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're tough and yeah, you know, all these things that society's telling us. We got to, you know, and I love, you know, yes, we should provide absolutely for our families. But sometimes, and, and we talked to Brandon on, on the podcast, you know, his way to provide was to serve his children so that his wife could work so that they could eat, you know, and that's just what God had called him to do was to be a stay at home dad. And sometimes that's the way too. you know, you've got to work it out in your family and and wherever God's called you to do, just do your best to serve. But, uh, you know, it's been it's an important thing to us to make sure that dads know it's it's also okay to to, you know, in order to love one another, in order to be sensitive towards one another's needs, we have to be vulnerable.
3: Uh, And I would add to that, too. It's important to find somebody to share with, because um, we talk about how important it is for uh us men to have other men to talk to uh and for accountability purposes to encourage each other but to also share um like I said I think a lot of men are alone or feel alone uh with their struggles and with the things they're dealing with and to be able to have a good friend that you can be vulnerable with uh so you can actually share your feelings and share your thoughts and be like uh, because it happens to me Whenever I share with Dennis, I'm like, okay, don't uh, don't think I'm crazy, but I'm feeling really like uh, a weepy today or something <laughs> like that. Or, uh, you know, I saw this music video, and for some reason, it, it almost made me cry. And Dennis, instead of laughing at me, usually says, hey, dude, I did the same thing the other day. I saw this thing, and, and I'm like, sweet, I'm not crazy. And it happens to all of us. And so it's important to find somebody uh, who you can trust, that is a Christ follower, that can encourage you, and, and, and support you and love on you. And another thing that I would add, too, is society tells men that they've got to be cool and macho and they've got to be all these things. And that is exactly opposite what the Lord uh, calls, uh, calls you to do. The world and their definition of success, too, they tell men, hey, you've got to go out there. You've got to make a ton of money, and it doesn't matter how you do it. You know, no morals, no ethics. you got to do what you can do because the person with the most money And the most toys is the most successful, and that is exactly opposite of what uh, Christ calls us to do. He actually says, "Hey, uh, humble yourself, serve, be a servant leader. Um, Don't worry about pursuing the almighty dollar." And in fact, says the love of the love of money is the root of all evil. So keep a healthy perspective. Follow after the Lord, and when you can love other people. And have nothing to show for it. You're probably one of the most successful, according to the word of God, uh, men that there are out there.
1: Wow, that's really, really good stuff. And so now I want to talk a little bit about your show. So like I said a little bit in the beginning of the podcast is that you guys have this show to encourage men how to be fathers and husbands. With topics like marriage and fatherhood, being a better husband, leading your family, the joys and hardships of being a man— and so I just want to ask you guys, what has been the biggest struggle, the biggest challenge since starting this podcast?
2: Biggest struggle. Um, I don't know, for, for me, probably the biggest, biggest challenge for, for for me, honestly, has been that vulnerability has been opening up because, you know, I mean, we Caleb and I, we don't have this down, you know, we're not, we're not perfect. We're not saying that because we're doing a podcast, we we have all the answers for all the guys out there. You better listen to us because we know what we're doing um we we really don't and we're just it you know when we started this it was just caleb and i trying to encourage one another and that's really the the goal of the of the podcast is just to try to continue to encourage one another and if other people get encouraged too then we're excited about that but sometimes to encourage one another you know we, we talked about in the last episode was to give courage you know that that means that somebody's having a bad day somebody's having a bad time and and we we both still blow it we both still have hard times um you know times when when our wives are not happy with us or we do something stupid that we shouldn't have done and and uh or we're just not communicating well and and to be able to have one another to to talk to to chat with to support one another and encourage one another um you know that that's been great but as far as challenges um you know Caleb and I, we we could sit here and talk for hours about you know whether we can talk about nothing or talk about lots of different deep topics and it just kind of depends on the day so when we sit down to record we don't have a script we don't have a you know a topic list uh we don't really we don't we haven't had a whole lot of guests or anything you know to talk to or, or but uh it's just been he and I talking about what's on our heart what's on our mind what God's been dealing with us about what uh, what our wives have been dealing with us about and uh the, yeah the challenge I know for me anyway has really been how much to share (laughs) because again, I want to be sensitive towards, towards my wife and my family and not, you know, not get a little, not get too deep because it's funny, my wife and both of my children actually listen to the podcast. Uh, So, you know, we're, we're doing this for guys and and for men, but uh, you know, I, other, we have other people who listen as well. And so, um, and you know, people in our community also listen, I get people at my martial arts school who are encouraged by the podcast as well, men and women, both. And, um, you know i i have to there's a fine line i guess to draw between how much to say about what's actually happening um as as honest and open and forthright as i want to be and i would try to be um you know there's still a couple things that uh probably haven't shared (laughs) who knows they might be coming in the future we still got a ways to go in this thing so
3: well one of the biggest challenges for me is, is to make sure to keep it real you know, because uh, I used to be a pastor, Uh, I used to be a youth pastor, and I share about that in the podcast. And so I have this tendency to want to find subjects and be like, okay, let's, let's preach on this this week, or let's talk about this. But I'm trying to keep it as real as possible, because I think when people hear, they can, they recognize people know when you're being fake, and they know when you're being real. And the truth of it is, uh, uh, marriage is tough. Your relationship with Christ is tough. Nothing is easy. And I want to be as genuine and as real as possible and share what's going on in my life. And And that's why when Dennis and I started, we talked about that. Hey, let's just record our conversations with each other and uh, be as real as we can, because we want people to know that. Even, you know, because it kind of goes into some of that prosperity gospel that we hear of Hey, if you have Christ, everything's great. Everything's hunky-dory. You're going to get everything you want. You're going to get everything you need. And the fact of it is, it's not true. The relationship with Christ is very uh, up and down. You know, there's good and there's challenging parts. And the thing is that Christ isn't the the magic, uh, uh, the, yeah, he's not the magic genie in a bottle. Christ is there to give us strength when the hard times happen when the struggles take place he's the one who gives us the strength and the spirit to overcome uh, the challenges that happen and so that's why we need to draw upon him is for help um, not to eliminate the challenges not to eliminate the hard things that come to us in life but to give us the direction and the strength to get through those hard times and that is that'll preach yeah that's what i'm saying that is why we need our relationship with christ to not only save us and to make us new creatures, but to help us through the hard times and the challenges and to encourage each other. That's that's one of the reasons why we wanted to start it and to be as real as possible with it and to share our struggles and to share our journey and to share our ups and downs where we didn't follow Christ like we should have, and then share some examples where we did follow Christ like we should have.
1: And that's what's so attractive about the podcast is you guys can tell that you're genuine. You guys can tell that you're actually trying to help people with the information that you have, and it's humbling.
3: Oh, that's awesome, Dallas. I appreciate that compliment because that's that's what I feel the Lord has called us to do, and it actually encourages my heart to hear you say that. Thank you.
1: And so you said that you guys kind of let God lead the podcast. You don't really have a big plan, but just for the vision in the future, do you guys have any future topics that you're cooking up, anything on the back burner that you just can't wait to share about?
3: Yeah, no, that's a great question. We're actually next week, uh, we're gonna have a special guest on our podcast, uh, Jeff Strucker, who is an army ranger who actually um, has an incredible testimony how uh, he fought in the Black Hawk Down incident, and the Lord just brought him to us and he agreed to be on our podcast. So we're super like humbled and excited about that, and he's and he's going to share about how Christ took him through that and how, um, Christ has used him to be a good husband, a good father, and and encourage men to step up and to lead. And it was just incredible. I'm like, we're, we are like (laughs) these no nothing fellas. And all of a sudden we get this uh, guy from, uh, who is a highly decorated army Ranger who is a pastor himself going to come in and share it. And I'm just totally humbled. And I'm actually, um, just excited to see what God's gonna do with this thing.
1: Those moments are really, really cool.
3: Oh yeah, it's yeah. incredible to see God do this thing. And uh, in another few weeks, we're gonna have Aaron Watson, which is this Christian uh, country music singer, who is the first uh, country singer to go number one on the country music charts without going through a label, totally uh, independent. And he um, came to Billings and gave a concert. And he actually sang a song to my disabled son, and uh, just was super encouraging and said, "Christ is, makes all the difference in his life," and he agreed to be on our podcast too. And so it's just like, man, this is so cool. God is doing awesome things, and uh, I feel humbled and super excited
2: to be a part of it. Yeah, nice. To me too. Those are great opportunities. It's so
1: cool when stuff like that happens because, like I said. I'm 22 years old and I have this podcast that I'm able to work on too. And I get to talk with people from all over the world.
3: I know Dallas, I love it. And it's exciting to to hear your heart too, because if we just are faithful to our relationship with Christ and we just do what we feel God has called us to do, God does it, man. God does the rest. He takes care of it and he's bringing people into our lives. And uh, it's just amazing. I'm totally humbled by it. I'm like, this is not of me because Dennis and I, <laughs> we say it over and over again. We have no clue what we're doing. Never. (laughs) We have no idea. But we're just sharing our hearts um, uh, and what we think God has on our hearts. And he just opens up these doors. And it's exciting to be a part of that.
1: And I have no idea what I'm doing either. (laughs) And the podcasts are fun, too. I started doing this maybe eight months ago when I moved here to Brazil, and I get to talk with people from all over the world, and it's so cool, and I love it. It's so much fun to do.
3: Yeah, no, that's totally fun. Like, I started getting excited like a a little schoolboy because, uh, like, uh, Dennis, when he came over, we set up this little studio in in my basement, and uh, I'm like, Dennis, I'm so excited. Come on over. We're going to record some more. This is a blast.
1: And actually... You guys have inspired me to call my friend up, and I want to do a podcast with him too because we normally just do podcasts by interview, but I want to switch it up a little bit and start doing some things with my friend, just some casual conversations. And so thank you guys for the inspiration.
3: Absolutely. Oh, dude, that is so awesome. I love hearing that because, uh, like I said, this this whole journey that we're on is about relationships. It's relationships with Christ and a relationship with each other. And just sharing that, I think is powerful.
1: We probably won't bring the wisdom of being married for 20 some years, but we got something.
3: (laughs) No, no, it's cool. You'll bring your, your own perspective and your own walk with Christ. And that's going to encourage, and that's going to inspire other people. Just like this, like I said, we started this being, let's just encourage each other and we'll see what happens. And then we've heard feedback from other people. Hey, I was super encouraged and, uh, you know, like what you were saying, what Brandon was saying, and I feel totally honored and humbled by that, that God is using that to encourage other men out there. And so, uh, and they call it, what do they call it? Your own niche or whatever. So you're going to find your own niche sharing with your friend and you, you have no idea how God's going to use that. And that's the cool thing is you just be faithful in what you're doing and God's going to take it from there.
2: Yep. Yeah. Just make sure that, you know, you're not just talking to hear yourself talk, right? It's trying to, as much as you can try and let the Lord speak through you, you know, so, so, and how do we do that? We get grounded in the word, you know, we get grounded in scripture. We get grounded in, uh, you know, the, the stuff that we know is true. And that's the, those are the things that people need to hear anyway, uh, whether it be on a podcast or in face to face, you know, we need to be reminded of, of for we need remind one another essentially uh, of, of what the important things are in life and uh, our relationship with Christ is the most important thing and you know, then our spouses and then our kids and families and, and outwards from there. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's super important. It's the way to go.
1: And is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners today before we end the podcast?
3: Um, well, like I said, the Lord is doing good things, and we're having new guests on. Um, check out uh, the dcxp.com and the name of the podcast is The DC Experiment. And, uh, and the reason we call it that is because we're just experimenting.
2: <laughs> we, we
3: just sat down and like, Hey, let's see what happens. Let's see what the Lord does. And it is super exciting to be a part of that. And, uh, we just love, uh, being able to share that with you, Dallas. And it's just, uh, exciting to see what God's going to do. And so we're just going to share it with as many people as we can, um, to see what God's going to do. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks again, guys. Anything else you want to share?
2: Um, gosh uh you know each podcast we typically do some dad jokes that's true (laughs) did
1: you guys bring any dad jokes today
2: Uh, what do you get when you cross a dyslexic an insomniac and an agnostic dyslexic and insomniac and an agnostic it's someone who lays awake at night wondering if there's a dog (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome
3: that's I, hilarious I also heard another one um, I I saw a burglar breaking into his own house actually kicking the door in to his own house and I, I, I asked him what are you doing kicking in the door to your own house and he said well because of the whole coronavirus I decided to work from home <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard out here it's difficult <laughs> yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> hey, you got to, you know, you got to share the good and the bad and you got to have fun because uh, the the joy of the Lord is our strength and we can't uh, be totally crazy and serious all the time. We have to, we got to share the light and have a good time doing it.
2: Yep. That's the thing, you know, and, and the, having people to talk to, especially in this whole social isolation thing, we're supposed to be quarantined and staying six feet away and all this jazz. you know, the enemy wants us to be separate. The enemy wants us to be alone because that's when we're vulnerable to his attacks is when we don't have people to talk to and we don't have people to to share with the the problems and the struggles. And so we just want to encourage people uh, to continue to connect with each other, you know, continue to talk to your friends, continue to, there's so much technology out there that we can have, you know, even Skype or Zoom or face-to-face meetings on, you know, FaceTime on your phones and stuff that uh, there's really no excuse why you can't stay in touch with people anymore. And so uh, we, you know it's really important though to us to to make sure to encourage husbands and fathers, especially, but people in general, uh, you know followers of Christ, uh, children of God, that we connect with one another, and, and because that's the only way you can love somebody is if you're connected to them, you can it's hard to love somebody if you're never in touch. Um, and so to make sure that we use this time where it's this un, unprecedented weirdness that's happening out there, and, uh, and and just make sure we stay connected and stay, Um, encouraging and stay a a resource that uh, people will see the light of christ in us and then you know they'll see your good works and glorify our father in heaven that's what we're about
1: and if you guys are at home check out their podcast it's out there it's amazing look into it and there's been a couple times when i was talking to my wife about this podcast that you guys have the the dc right and i accidentally said the dc experience and it's funny because it really it does feel like an experience, right? You guys are talking and you guys are listening in. And, and as I tuned into your podcast, I was it was like the experience of Dennis and Caleb and what you guys have to share. And it's been encouraging so much for me and it will be for my wife as I begin to learn more what you guys have to say. So thank you guys. That. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. I appreciate that, Dallas. Yeah, because oh, we want to encourage each other. And again, you're right. It is. It's the experiment because we have no clue what we're doing. And that's why why we called it an experiment oh, and uh, type in the and dot .com, And it'll take you to our website. And then you can link up. We have our podcast on a, a lot of different platforms right now. And there's a bunch of links there. And we also put on links page uh, from other men on our website where you can be encouraged to. We have a Jeff Stricker, who's going to be a guest next week um we have a video from him on there we've got a video from other people that just basically step up or show up and do your best
2: that's what we're about well
1: seriously guys thanks again for being on the podcast it's been such a pleasure to talk with you today to joke around with you today and to end the podcast would one of you like to pray us out
3: yeah absolutely uh dearly father we come to you in the name of jesus And uh, we just thank you for this opportunity to share with other believers, Father, and uh, maybe bring somebody else into the fold as well. Some stranger doesn't know you is out there and maybe you can encourage them and challenge them and draw them close to you, Father. Father, I pray for uh, Dallas and his marriage, and I pray for his relationship that he will be the example of that Christ calls him to be. And thank you for this time, Father. And I thank you for Dennis being here. And I, I just, thank you. It's it's awesome to be a part of what you're doing. It's awesome to be a part of what you've got going on for all of us. And I just thank you, Father, for being with us. And uh, I ask that you would continue to challenge us as men and as husbands to lead our families um, and be leaders in our communities too, um, to show people um, the light of Christ. We love you, Father, and thank you for being with
0: us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.